dedicated to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or savor a bottle. And let's begin exploring the wine glass. Welcome back to Wine for Bet Street. Today, the letter of the day is N, and it stands for Nero Diavola. Nero Diavola is synonymous with Sicilian wine. It is the most notable indigenous grape variety. Although originally produced as a bulk wine, the times began to change in the 1990s, where it became the king of grapes in the region. To the eye, Nero Diova is known to be inky with a deep red hue. On the palate, it exudes blackberries, cherries, and plums with an undertone of spice. I'd like to thank our special guest and sponsor, Gaetana Giacano of Valle del Acate. While you're listening, take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review Exploring the Wine Glass. Taking a minute of your time is the only way the algorithms will suggest Exploring the Wine Glass to others. And since you're enjoying the podcast, other wine lovers will too. Slancha! Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, Spanish wine scholar, Day service, champagne and cotteron specialist, and a WSET level two graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials, as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. Stay in the know about all things wine by visiting my website, exploringthewineglass.com. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. You are special. All right, we're on. We are live. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Wine Fabet Street. And today we are up to the letter N. It is so third season deb and we're up to the letter n already we've been married a long time here (laughs) we have been we have been and we are talking about nero diavola today and we have a special guest all the way from italy from sicily today um but before we get into this this uh, this is our guest gaitana from sicily and um well, you guys kind of know who I am. I'm Lori. Uh, my husband and I own Dracina Wines. I do Exploring the Wine Glass, Wine Education, Spanish Wine Scholar, WSET Level 2, Champagne Specialist, Cote de Road, um, and I don't know, Cab Franc proponent, because Cab Franc Day is coming up soon. So I got to get on the ball for starting to do that. But we are here for Nero today. So, Deb, how about I'm you? I'm known as the Hudson Valley Wine Goddess. I'm a certified specialist of wine, a wine location in port, wine location specialist in port and champagne, and a wine uh, sherry specialist. I um, am chairperson for the Hudson Valley Wine and Spirits Competition. I'm author of a book called Tapping the Hudson Valley Day Trips and Weekend Itineraries Visiting the Hudson Valley Area. And I am partner in a restaurant in North Wildwood, New Jersey called Trio North Wildwood. Uh, we're a casual fine dining uh, establishment, bridging the gap between bar food and fine dining. And if I forgot anything, someone will remind me one of my accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> Two kids, dog and a granddaughter. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, and um, we have Gatana. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? 
I'm Gaetana Iacono, I, I come from Sicily and uh, my winery Valle della Cate is in, located in the southeast of Sicily in the province of Ragusa and uh, I have a winery, a family winery from six generations and uh, I, I want to follow this uh, wine business from my family uh, despite uh, my father doesn't want and uh, <laughs> it, uh, I love to work on the native wines of the area of Ragusa because I believe in the beauty of the place where I was born and I believe in the two native wines, especially from the area of Ragusa that I'm sure that people loved. And my work is very, um, I look at every time on the past, but thinking on the future. And we discover how later. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yes. yes. Um, you know, I was last year, I was supposed to go on a press trip to Ragusa, to Sicily, to see the whole region. And like it got canceled, and I was so disappointed. Um, so hopefully, one day in the future, a, another press trip uh, finds its way to my email, and I get to see it because it looks amazing there. It absolutely it looks beautiful. And, and I actually think the wines of Sicily in general are just um, so under the radar that yeah. people don't think to reach for them. They don't, you know, it's and they're missing out. Oh my God, they are. <laughs> they yeah. are. All right, we have Elmo. So now if we can mute ourselves. All right, I'm, we're all there. <laughs> I, you know what? I never get to hear anything because I have to mute everything on my end. So I just always hope there's music. There, I, there I, was. There right. was. I need Deb in the future. You need to like do that or something because I always okay. I, I can't hear anything. <laughs> but <laughs> but but here we are. Yes, here we are. And um, before we like get into everything, we have uh, Gitana Yakono from the Valley del Acate. Is that how you say it in Sicily? Valle del Acate. Acate. In Sicily. And um, before we talk and get into everything, um, where can you like talk about the Ragusa Providence province? Where is it? And if someone was to go to the region, um, beside wine, what else is you know, what else is the region about? Okay. Okay. We can say that Sicily is a really beautiful region. Um, and it is a so, um, there are a lot of it diversity uh, that uh, brings uh, Sicily like a continent. Uh, you have to know that uh, Sicily has uh, had a lot of dominations, so uh, many people uh, uh, left something 
kept something but left something. So you can, uh, so Sicily today is very well visited and uh, you can find uh, uh, beautiful cities uh, and uh, a lot of different foods, uh, different wines. Uh, and uh, you, I can say that you can separate Sicily in two uh, big area the east sicily and we are in the southern east sicily is much more influenced from greek culture and for that reason uh, and the food is mostly fish and vegetable and cheese the temperature is temperate and not so strong and people are very nice and when you come in sicily we have a warm hug from these people that are very happy to show how the quality of the life is is very good the west sicily is beautiful too but it's much more from arabian influence so the the weather is much more strong and uh, the food that's much more with the agro sweet uh, test flavors so sicily it's really like a continent it's a beautiful visit but you have you need the time because our route is horrible so you need time <laughs> and you can lose yourself around the, the way but don't panic it's normal <laughs> so you need to 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 visit sicily and specifically the province of ragusa became very famous in the last 10 15 years because of famous TV series from the Montalbano policeman that's put in evidence how this that's all the world they saw this and they put in evidence how the province of Ragusa is very poor uh, with the, it's a natural the countryside is beautiful a poor not building and the sea is beautiful the food and wine and we have three cities under UNESCO protective, Modica, Cicli, and Ragusa Ibla. We have uh, three restaurant stars Michelin in the province of Ragusa that is very small. And we have also a lot of uh, uh, beautiful small restaurant uh, and the wine as another characteristic respect to the other part of Sicily. So I can say that the province of Ragusa is a little treasure inside a big treasure. So there are a lot of reasons to come in Sicily today. I want to get on. All right, here. sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> now, you touched a little bit. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you touched a little bit on it uh, in your little bio, but you were you mentioned you were born into the wine industry. Was there ever, and that you want to continue this tradition, but was there ever a point in your life when, you know, like when you were younger or whatever, that you didn't want to follow in this footsteps? Did, was there some other calling that you wanted to do? Or was it just, you know, following around daddy and learning 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 and knowing this is what you wanted to do your whole life um it's a funny story because uh, i i can say that i'm a woman that uh, makes uh, the opposite of of the wishing of the parents because my father was uh, uh, didn't not walk didn't not want that I follow his footsteps because uh, he thought it was too strong 
from a woman uh, because uh, my family is uh, involved in agriculture. We have a vineyard, we have also an organic oranges estate. And he thought that was very uh, strong work for a woman, especially in Sicily. Uh, despite of that, I was uh, I fell in love with the story of my family that uh, today with me, we are the sixth generation. And, uh, uh, I was uh, fall in love with the story of my family in the wine business. We sent the wine in the 19th centuries in France inside a little barrel that's uh, that's left from the winery and goes to uh, into the ships to Marsiglia. And I was. Uh, um, for me, that this travel of the wine was uh, so romantic, and uh, especially I didn't want to lose the value of native native wines. But uh, of course, when I started to work in the winery, I I have a, a very clear uh, focus on my job. I wanted to work on this two native wine, especially Frappato and the blend. Uh, between Frappato and Nero Davola, that is the Cerasolo di Vittoria. Um, I want to give a value for this wine, and uh, I was uh, sure that I believe that the wine is culture, and the culture is taken from the past and getting into the future. So my idea uh, is uh, we receive it very much and we won't give back. But for that reason, uh, you can work uh, thinking, uh, don't follow the fashions. So uh, you follow your, your way, uh, you follow the value. And the, I, can, I can say that uh, there is a one word to uh, answer to these questions that is the continuity. The work of continuity for me was very important. I bring to the past, but I follow my uh, personal way with innovation. That's for me uh, means uh, uh, organic uh, certified vineyards, uh, sustainable protocols uh, and uh, excellent quality. Um, and of course, I can. Uh, I did it because I have a salmon soil, but we can speak about this. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to those seven soils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. I am so intrigued by that. I was reading all about it. I'm like, oh uh, my that, God. that was uh, something uh, very funny also because when I started to work I understood that uh, my Nero Davola especially and the Frappato in the blind testing one was always recognized and I asked to my father but why I have so unicity uh, the, the wines is so uh, has a great identity and uh, and I saw that he replaced the vineyards exactly in the same place and uh, in the same soils and same locations. And uh, before, uh, because he knows from his knowledge. And uh, together we understood that we have uh, 
seven different soils inside our vineyards, completely different in expo exposition, in color, sandy clay, uh, black clay. And uh, there are very old soils from Pleistocene, and maybe seven, uh, 780,000 years ago. And this was the fortune that I understood to have something different and something very important to work for my project to give value to these two wines. I have something unique and for that reason each wine comes exactly from one soil and this soil gives identity and gives the great expression for each wine. And before was only experience. Today the data are confirmed by analysis. So we are very uh, we work on three different contrada inside the vineyards that are organic. And uh, we understood that the seven different soil was the base to start a great work. So wow. with that, with those seven soils, are you, are you like you're having Frappato, Nero Diavallo, you have, you have each of those in each of those seven soils? Yes. So the frappato, for example, come from two contrada in two different soils, black soil with a white stone and red soil. Uh, for example, the Cerasuolo di Vittoria, that is the blend between Nero Davolo and Frappato, come from red soils. That is perfect for the Cerasuolo. The Nero Davola comes especially with a dark soil that is clay without any stones, despite the soil of the frappato is clay <clears throat> with the white stones. That means the, the root, the root goes deep <laughs> and move it and give the flavors to this frappato. And the grillo uh, come from yellow soil that is sandy, uh, like uh, the sandy of the beach. And the soil is yellow and gives a grillo with a great minerality. So different characteristic uh, and different wines with a great unicity. So when you blend the Nero, Diavola, and the Frappato, they have to come from the same soil types? Yes. When, okay. when, uh, we... You wouldn't blend, if you were growing in, in the, the dark soil, you wouldn't blend that with the Frappato because it's grown in a different soil? Yes. Okay. When I think to the Cerasuolo, the Frappato and the Nero Davola come from the height plateau with the red soil. The light red soil for Frappato, dark red soil for Nero Davola. When I think to the Frappato and the Presente, I think for black soil with a white stone. And when I think the Nero Davola alone is a dark clay, compact, black, black, uh, black soil. So this is inside the vineyards, uh, like surrounded, like a circle in, in the center, there is the winery and the soil are, are around the, the winery. So the wine, did you want to say something, Lori? Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to reach out. Um, so we have a question from somebody in um, the chat, Bob, 
but I want to hold off on that till we actually start talking about the characteristics of the wine. So he he would like to know what is the minerality or uh, nuisance uh, in the soil that becomes evident in the wine. But I think we'll wait to talk about that when we actually start talking about the wine itself. Yeah, sure. Um, so go ahead, Deb. So um, I want to touch on the, the history of the winery, of the Valley Delicats, the whole history. I mean, how did you guys, you know, choose that plot of land and you know i mean and then you went on and, and you, you got the seven soils and you, you know you, what make and you that's what makes you different from everybody else but did you know that going in when you're you know yes yes um, she she wasn't even a thought in the eye yet <laughs> I know, did know that going in <laughs> he was uh, uh, of course in the old time uh, my family has uh, a country estate for oranges under Vittoria, but uh, Acate is a small town that uh, was uh, perfect vocated for grape, for wine. And uh, because of it, it was a valley, is it, it is a valley with a great exposure in the sun, with a very good gap between day and night. And it's close to the, it's close to the sea. I think uh, it's uh, 15 miles uh, from the sea. Okay. So the valley one time was full of grape wine. Unfortunately, today we are alone, quite alone, and because many other producers uh, transform in grape for fruit. Uh, because the grape is beautiful in this valley, uh, but the, and that was the reason that in 19th century my my family uh, bought this winery, this vineyards, because it was perfect for the wine and perfect for and the soil they discovered later maybe, but uh, they went there because the valley was particularly located for the grape or the wines. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then the seven soils came out from that. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you want me to go on, go on to the next one, Lori? Yeah. Okay. So you're located within the, and I'm going to try and say this to the best of my ability <laughs> because I, I don't, I, I butcher everything. Um, the Sirafulu de Victoria DOCG. And this is in no relation to the Sarasulu di Abruzio. And <laughs> the Sarasulu, tell us what that means because we thought it meant rosé, but upon researching, it, it doesn't really mean that. Yes, it's a it's an older story because the Cerasuolo comes from the cherry fruit color. Uh, because in Sicilian language, cherry uh, is uh, cerasa. So cerasa come from the cherry red color of fruit. Because at one time, the cerasolo di Vittoria, that's today, is a blend di frappato with Nero d'Avola, was made only from frappato. So, of course, the color was uh, discharged. The color was more light red. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, the 
the name of cherry like a cherry that's in sicily the cherry is a light red fluid it's not the cherry from vignola that is black in sicily it's red so uh, in 1973, the Cerastuolo became a DOC, and uh, in 2005, uh, the, uh, became a DOCG, and today is the only one DOCG in all the Sicily. And the color, of course, changed, became more deep, uh, more black, but the old name remains. And so I understood that sometimes there is a bit of confusion because Cerasa means rosé, but for Sicilians in the old time, Cerasa means the Cerasa fruit and the color was from the Frappato. So that is, I understand that there is a bit of confusion for that, but it's, it's, it's a red. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, so it is it is basically the same reason why Abruzzo calls it Cerasuelo de Abruzzo, because yes. that's that cherry that that's cherry what it red. was explained to me is it's that cherry, that cherry red color. And so I mean we keep going back to Frappato and for everybody who's doing Wine for the Street, season four, we're gonna do Frappato yes. and Gaetano's is gonna come back. Um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but um, so frappato is then a, a lighter, uh, uh, thinner skin, and that's why it's yes. Is that why it's typically blended with Nero d'Avallo now? Uh, the, the frappato uh, is a typical red wine, red, red light very old in this part of Sicily, much older than Cerasuolo that is a blend. So we can say that Frappato is the original uh, wine from the area of Vittoria and Ragusa. And it was always with the uh, um, red color and it's a light red, an explosion of blackberry, strawberry, but uh, ruby red light. Okay. And uh, the blend with the Nero Davola uh, it was uh, the first, the, the most old blend in Sicily, Frappato and Nero Davola, and became Cerasuolo. But uh, and, uh, for uh, the skin, of course, of the Frappato gives this uh, light color. Mm -hmm. And uh, the same reflection is in the wine, this, because it is an explosion of smell, but the wine is uh, like, it's a crispy, but it's, it's very light. Um, the Nero d'Avola uh, in a blend with the Frappato is a very old blend in Sicily, but the Nero d'Avola uh, is, uh, for me personally, is very nice, uh, uh, 100%, but the Nero d'Avola Grace is good with the other blend, in blend with the other, in the past there are there was uh, many Nero Davola also with Cabernet, with Syrah, uh, but today, fortunately, we are coming back in the uh, poor Nero Davola to put in evidence the different uh, area of Sicily there they can can give a very different Nero Davola. So it, it's considered to be a full body a full bodied wine. And when people here are writing about it, they're comparing it to Cabernet Sauvignon or Syrah, which to me, those are two completely different styles of wine. So I don't like that, that, yeah. <laughs> that description either. But so how would you explain to, what would you explain is that a, 
a similar grape that somebody here might be more familiar with uh, to Nero Diavala? What, what would be a more similar grape and why is that? And then I think that might be um, a good time to talk about the, the, you know, like the palate, what, what it feels like on the palate. Uh, okay. Um, the Syrah and Cabernet, the expression is much more with the pepper and the herbs. Uh, the Nero d'Avola um, is, uh, is much more with the uh, fruit, uh, cherry fruits, black fruits, uh, and the liquorice and cacao mm -hmm. test. So it's very different. And another thing, uh, never Nero d'Avola is like a bomb, uh, like Super Tuscans uh, on Bulgari. So Nero d'Avola is, uh, uh, in general, we can say that uh, it's a dry wine, but uh, strictly wine, uh, but not super bomb, and not over matured, not marmalade. And uh, this is a very... Um, very important to uh, understand the Nero d'Avola. The Nero d'Avola, uh, it's not an original for a part specifically of Sicily, uh, because the original of Nero d'Avola is uh, everywhere in Sicily, but it depends on the uh, different area, different climate, different uh, uh, close to the sea. Uh, we can say that the Nero d'Avola um, remains uh, uh, the treats are Mediterranean balsamic note of eucalyptus. Uh, this is very prominent in the Nero d'Avola. And Nero d'Avola or Western Sicily, it's a little much more sugar. And uh, the Nero d'Avola of the southeastern area, it uh, is, is much more uh, fine and uh, uh, with the hints um, of cherry and uh, more velvety, more velvety, especially in the area of Noto and Ragusa, uh, it's it's quite different. Of course, we can say that Nero d'Avola is the king of the grape in Sicily because uh, it's. Uh, uh, it's it depend on the different also vinifications. You can uh, the, the the acidity of the Nero d'Avola gives uh, the possibility to make Nero d'Avola for long ages. But also you can have uh, Nero d'Avola. It depends on the different different uh, vinification. You can have also drinkable Nero d'Avola. Uh, so it's uh, it uh, of course. <coughs> Nero d'Avola in the area of Ragusa is uh, very velvet, not powerful wine, not muscular wine, but very elegant, aromatic, and uh, um, uh, and very um, red fruit. Uh, um, I can say that the nose is full of red fruit, like plums, and. Uh, cherries and berries and spices also oh, wow how many hectare acres do you have planted of the Nero d'Avola grape um, in general I have a winery the vineyards it's uh, quite uh, 50 60 hectares in total but uh, uh, organic uh, certified but uh, frappato is mostly and uh, Nero d'Avola 
uh, 4D Cerastuolo is the second uh, uh, step. And um, the two Nerodavola that we present today, Il Moro and Tane, the crew, uh, is very unique. And the, the actress is a few, it's almost uh, eight, ten actors in total for the two wines. Uh, for my winery, Valle della Cate, the two Nerodavola represent uh, a small wines in respect of the Frappato and Cerastuolo. And the, the first, the Moro, uh, we make in two Contrada, Contrada Bidini Soprano and Contrada Bidini Sottano. And it's come from black soil, uh, very compact, very dark, is a clay. And we use the a little barrels, uh, but we prefer the tonneau to the barrique for these wines uh, to give uh, velvety and elegance uh, and, uh, and not the, the central wood for mm -hmm. this type of Nero Dabola. The second is a crew that's come from uh, vineyards that have uh, almost uh, 30 years ago and uh, is a small crew, it's a small terrace with uh, okra soil so the soil is more light and uh, and the color of okra and uh, gives a, and we leave the grapes a little bit more um in the in the before the harvest uh, taking care don't lose the acidity and tane is our crew and uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful small small terrace that's produced these uh, wines in few bottles and the name tane is my name in the nickname of sicilian dialect and now a word from our sponsor dracina wines loves to give back there are so many fur babies that deserve to find their forever home we would love to be able to help as many as possible. If you are part of a nonprofit organization or know of a nonprofit organization that would like to hold a fundraiser, please contact us at contact at dracinawines.com or visit our website, dracinawines.com, to fill out the form. How does the fundraiser work? It is super simple and costs your group absolutely nothing. Together, we will choose a month that your group will be sponsored. During the month, you promote the fundraiser just like any other event you'd hold. At the end of the month, we will donate 20% of the sales to your organization. The donations will be made in the name of each individual who purchased the wine so that you know exactly who helped the animals. Our goal is to raise as much funds as we possibly can and to help as many animals as possible. So please help us help as many fur babies as we possibly can. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. And so just to go back to, um, and so I don't know, we, uh, our wines are on the way, so yes. we're not um, being able to taste with you, but do you have um, those bottles open, Gaetana? So like maybe yes, you can pour actually. a glass and people who are watching can see at least the color of the yeah. wine. Okay, as you you, yes. uh, this is uh, the first wine that uh, I I pour. I don't know if you see is uh, the Il Moro, and uh, Il Moro uh, 
the name comes from an old name or from my family. You know that in Sicily we have also the domination of the Moro, i Mori, and so it's something that there was in my family. So you see that the color is red, but not uh, uh, purple red. Yeah. It's a little bit more light, more more ruby, and um, and. <laughs> The uh, the bouquet is uh, is a red fruit like plums and cherries and spirits, and notes balsamic of eucalyptus. And this is very important in our Nerodavola. We can say that this il moro is uh, is a wine with a full body, with a good structure, but uh, a very uh, I can say. The tannis is is uh, with the tannis uh, with good tannis, not aggressive, yes. and uh, uh, the never is aggressive. Sometimes in other nerodavola you can find a nose with the leather, and uh, not in nerodavola in my winery in the area of Ragusa, uh, the nose is cherry and black fruit and chocolate and licorice, but never leather. Uh, leather is something that's uh, in the other part of the Sicily, uh, that gives uh, a Nerodavola more warm and more sugar. And uh, this is a drinkable Nerodavola. And which soil was that? This, that uh, the black soil. And uh, the soil is not uh, volcanic, but uh, it's, uh, it's a soil uh, so dark, so compact that uh, uh, seems volcanic because it's black. But it's black yeah. is clay without any any space that any dark store. The the vineyards are almost twenty years old. Um, the vine and uh, um, there is a, a cho dark chocolate tannins and a very good drinkability. Uh, because of the velvety and an elegant test. Um, there is, I want to show the, the color, the other Nerodavola, that yes. is the Tane, uh, because you see that uh, uh, Tane is, uh, the, other, the vintage is, you see the color is going yes. changed, and yes. this is a, uh, it's uh, more brickish. It's more like a little bit of granite mm -hmm. uh, color, and uh, and also um, the nose, uh, the wine is uh, uh, more spices and more liquorice and uh, okay. a more dark chocolate, and it's less fruity than Il Moro, uh, but the 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 so the vineyards are as a thirty years old. And this is the example of Nerodavola for long age. So okay. I can say that the Tane is a wine that you can keep for 15 years, 20 years, because Nerodavola is, has this good characteristic. In dependence of your work in the, in the vineyards and in the winery, you can have Nerodavola more, more drinkable or for long age. The, of course, the nose changes. And uh, for Tane, 
um, we use barrique. We don't use the tonneau yeah. as the morals I told you. And here use barrique where we can uh, we can uh, leave the wine from one year. And then after one year, we have a longer refining battles, uh, more than two, three years. So at the moment we are drinking the 2014 and uh, at soon we the more is 2020 and uh, this is 2014 so there is a big wow. difference to the, the wine what is important to say at despite the the two wines are so different we don't lose the fruity never so this is a very important characteristic of the Nero Davola. And so the, what do you think makes Ragusa, the province of Ragusa, so ideal? You, you've said multiple times that Nero Diavola, uh, you know, is the king. What is so special about your region that Nero Diavola is, is in love with it and grows so well? And then we have a question from Michael, which I don't know if you can answer or not. Um, he, he's curious as to how would you compare your Nero Diavola to like a Nero Diavola from, from our regions in California, you know, Napa or Sonoma or the Sierra foothills. Like, um, so what makes your region so special that it's the king? And then if you can, how would you compare it to what he may have tasted here in California? Okay, okay. Yes, I think that the most important thing in, in the Neredavola of Sicily, you smell and test the Sicily. But really, because you can test the Mediterranean aromas, you understand that they come from when the sun is sunshine and the, the smell of the region. It's very Sicilian. And of course, I can say that you can find a bit different because the California, of course, has the sun, but it's not the same Mediterranean of Sicily. So the characteristic of the region, the warm, the sunshine, the dry, the dry area, uh, makes the Nerodavola a very typical Sicilian wine. So, of course, there is a big difference. Uh, it's it's uh, I'm sure that Nerodavola from California is very good, but uh, you, you cannot smell the Sicily. And uh, I can say that uh, really the Nerodavola uh, uh, seems to bring all the warm and dry and sun and the smell of the Mediterranean. Yeah. That balsamic, right, is probably not going to be in those California um, yes. expressions. Okay. And just and, like anything, it might be the same grape, but grown somewhere else, it's not going to have the same characteristics. And it's not going to, there'll be certain things that might taste familiar to both, but they're going to be two completely different wines. Uh, but I can say... A, a little things about the frappato uh, to demonstrate that in Sicily the area of the original area of frappato is Vittoria, and the frappato names frappato Vittoria. But uh, today, because the frappato became a very fashion wine, uh, there are many uh, wineries in Sicily that produce frappato, and it's frappato di Sicilia. The two frappato are very different. 
and this is we are in the same region mm -hmm. so it's uh, uh, the soil the characteristic of the climate the warming uh, makes a lot of difference in the wine absolutely and now when you're in the vineyard does does uh, near diavola does it have any is it a difficult uh vine to grow like are there things you need to worry about uh pests that you need to worry about or mildew um is it easily susceptible to disease or is it just a happy little vine um <laughs> No, Nero Davola, fortunately, is a very resistant grape. Um, the harvest is a little bit late, so it's middle of September, despite what we can uh, we can uh, we can think the Nero Davola, uh, the maturation of Nero Davola start in the middle of September, and normally for, for us that we are organic certified, we cannot. Uh, uh, we, we, we have the practice organic, so with the legumes, uh, uh, and of course we are most uh, um, attacked if there is something in the hair uh, because of organic. But I can say that especially in the climate changing, we have seen that the narrow double and defrapato are very resistant, and uh, so we don't need to do... and. Uh, the, the grapes is oval and very compact. It's not big grapes, it's medium normal. And the leaf is round, so it's, uh, but it's not very difficult, but uh, needs a very, uh, I can say, quite maturation. So the maturation, it's slowing, slowing. Oh, okay. So when you think uh, maybe, oh, there is, uh, especially a, a, a warm, uh, very hot harvest, uh, Nero Davola uh, doesn't anticipate the, the harvest. He stopped and then go, go again in the, so the maturation it's slowing, not aggressive, so you can, but very good resistant. So not, not very, I think that in the future we have, we can, things about uh, the uh, grapes that are resistant in a climate changing because of course uh, every year we have something different uh, <laughs> every year so we say yeah. oh my god so this harvest was very good so we can uh, we we cannot uh, say something wrong we have a great we had a great yeah. less quantity but okay. good quality. So, they, but also I can say that uh, the natural wine, the natural vineyards, uh, uh, they have, we have, we expected that, that uh, the harvest it's, will be a little bit complicated, but this is the natural and uh, um, we have a lot of respect of the natural. The important mm -hmm. is that the harvest is good. Last one. Yeah. Less wine, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's gotta be good. Do right. we know? Do we know who the parents of Nero de Avila are? Pardon, sorry. The parents. Do we know who the parents of Nero de Avila are? The parents. Oh of the no! Uh, what we can say it's there is something uh, similar with Dolcetto. 
detto oh, mm, some wines from Piemonte uh, but not in general the parents uh, with the Nerodavola and uh, mm, for example I uh, for Valle della Cate, I chose a, a winemaker from Piemonte that uh, helped me to find uh, a, a great quality for Frappato and Rodavola because uh, there is something in common, uh, something in the flavors that remains the dolcetto, the uh, barbaresco, um, but uh, not really parents with Nerodavola. It's a, it's a very old uh, grapes in Sicily that appears around the 1,500, but uh, it was a uh, written in the register in 1,900, but it appears many, many years before. Did, um, did Nero de Avila originally in Sicily or did it come from yes. somewhere? Uh, the, the, the variety, yes, and it's a, it's a funny because Nero d'Avola in Sicily is called also Calabrese, but it's not come from Calabria. It's come from Sicily because Cala, it's difficult to explain it in Sicilian dialect, but I try. <laughs> Calabrese is, uh, we say, Cala Aurisi. And Aurisi is Avola. Avola is a little town near Noto. So this is the specific oh. origin of the Nero d'Avola. Cala Aurisi from Avola. It's very difficult to explain, but because the sound is not familiar, but this is the proof that the Nero d'Avola come from Sicily. And uh, it was uh, really that the story was, uh, um, uh, many, many, th there are many written that uh, demonstrate uh, that the Nero Davola was uh, late, uh, was in Sicily from uh, uh, 16th centuries, but it was uh, written in uh, um, 20th centuries, many written in the register like Nero Davola. Uh, it's the same for, I think it's the same for the Frappato, that uh, the Cerasuolo was Frappato, but nobody knows. Uh, mm -hmm. So for many, many years, uh, the wine remains in the region uh, until uh, one person says, okay, now is the time to write the register, and the register for the Nerodavola came in the uh, 20th century. What are your favorite food pairings with Nerodavola? Um, and how is the wine enjoyed enjoyed in Sicily with Sicilian cuisine? Um, in my in my wine uh, wine life, uh, I traveled around the world, and one of the very special things uh, was uh, to uh, pair the Nero Davola with the international cuisine. It was uh, very. Uh, when I was in Missouri, the Nerodavola with the pork was perfect. So, um, so the Nerodavola is very easy for pairing. It's specifically in Sicily, if we started from the area of Ragusa, uh, one of the 
um, the great uh, pair is the pasta alla norma with eggplants, uh, ricotta mm -hmm. cheese. And uh, in Sicily, we also do the normal pasta alla norma or the timballo alla norma. The timballo is uh, like a tort. Uh, it's round with the, the pasta inside and the eggplants. So the pasta alla norma is perfect with the nerdavola. Another very good things is the caponata. The caponata is uh, a mix of vegetables, uh, agro-sweet, with the eggplants, zucchini, olives, uh, and uh, very famous, and also the parmigiana. So the eggplants is something perfect with Nerodavola. This is for vegetables and pasta. For the other plate from Sicilian cuisine, we can say also the, the Nebrodi mountain pork and the, the roast, uh, um, the artichoke and meat. And the one, uh, one important thing is the cheese. Uh, the, the ragusano. Cheese is important. Yes, very important. <laughs> very important. It depends on the season. For example, the moro uh, is paired with the ragusano cheese mid-seasoned. The tané, that is more big and full body, it's, uh, with, uh, it's paired with the cheese with the 13 months seasoned and uh, so very very seasoned cheese and they also stew with meat uh, like the game pate is perfect with the with the nerodavola it's a, you can i can say that's a very easy pairing nerodavola in sicily it's very easy but uh, also i can say that's uh, I have seen in the international cuisine all over the world for uh, this presence of the tannins, very fine, uh, not aggressive. In Nerodabula, it's very well pairing with the meat and the roasted meat, steamed meat, uh, because it's gentle and it's not aggressive. And uh, don't uh, cover the food, uh, going uh, on the side of the food. And this is very, very uh, food friendly, we can say. Yes. It, so with its, see, I think that there's kind of a misconception because the way you're describing, well, you're saying there's two different expressions of it, of, uh, of it where it's drink now, but then you make the second, the second version that is meant to be lied down. So is this a wine that would be recommended upon opening to decant? Today, sorry. So you, you had said that you've made, you, you make two different styles of Nero Diavolo. Uh, yes. One that you kind of make to drink now and one to lie down. It can age and do all that. It, here, I think the concept is that it's a bigger wine, right? That's what they're saying. That's what the, it, they describe it as. So is this a wine that you would recommend to decant prior to drinking, letting yes. air get to yes. it for a while? Yes, yes, I can. I can recommend this, especially for the wine like the Tane. That not like the Tane. That is a crew. We need, of course, uh, thirty minutes before. But in general, the Nero Davola open before and the counter is better because okay. we give we give the time to the flavors to go out or the to to. 
to go because when you close when you open is close and then it's open so much more the can't is better of course it's better okay and sorry deb that was yours no, uh, <laughs> i think you know, we 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 research and everything and we come up with the questions but like i said everything just kind of flows i mean this is like a free flowing conversation so we cover a lot of stuff that we that you know off our checklist <laughs> right. and so as, as you're making these wines you said that you do um you do uh barrique um everything is is there anybody who does it in stainless like to yes, make it yes okay yes yes of course so it's dependent which style you want to it's a very versatile so it's dependent which style you want to, and in which to expose throughout the vineyards. Um, the narrow double line stainless steel is very drinkable and very nice for aperitif and uh, uh, very fresh. And uh, this uh, blackberry, blackberry and the ch um, red fruit uh, uh, is uh, in the flavor is much like fresh fruit. So of course, uh, for 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 us we have. Uh, Tonneau and Barrique, but of course, the Nero Davon and Stainless Steel is a very nice wine for aperitif and for easy to drink. Yes, it's possible. It depends on the area, depends on the vinifications, but it depends on the grapes and the vineyards and the, the export. Of the statement, it's done in stainless steel. Would you recommend putting a slight chill to it before you serve it or just serve it at room temperature? Uh, uh, a little bit because the wine of perfect chilled is the frappato. The frappato is the best in chilled. chilled. Oh. But of course, the Nero Davola, I don't think we need to, to serve a chilled. In okay. general, it's a, of course a different temperature for the Tanet, for example. Right. But it not, don't need to serve a chilled. I'm a glass of wine. <laughs> I know. It, well, yes. I'm at 1030, so maybe, maybe a little later. But, but <laughs> just, you know, I like I said, um, I, I think that Nero d'Avola is like a sleeper of a, of a wine. Like, I don't think enough people really know about and, and are educated. And, and I don't even I use the word educated kind of loosely because it, it's not a wine that people would reach for, um, even if they're eating Italian cuisine. And I think that... Um, it's the real sleeper on the menu. I think when people, you know, are looking for a, a really good Italian wine, they need to reach for that Nero d'Avola. Um, I think they're going to be very, very surprised at what they find in that bottle. Yes, I, I'm, you are completely right because uh, uh, sometimes uh, the difficulties, uh, you can uh, imagine that Sicily for many, many years uh, and also the Nero Davola uh, was a sale in bulk, not in battles. Uh, so the, the uh, I can say that the pe people has uh, a bit confusion about the Nero Davola because on the market uh, you can find a lot of Nero Davola. Sometimes you didn't understand exactly where it come from from the, the part of the Sicilian. So um, it's very important for people to understand the better of the better on the of the education of the Nero Davola. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a very 
for me it's a you can suggest to make a travel around the, the Nerudavola from the different part of Sicily uh, to discover the different characteristics of the different area. And uh, so you discover that uh, is a great grape uh, with a very uh, special, uh, uh, special characteristic. Sometimes uh, uh, because it, it is in all the Sicily, uh, people has a bit of confusion. It's much more easy for Etna or for Ragusa with the Frappato because you can produce only there. And so people understand better the identity of the wine. So the Nero Davola we can consider a travel around the Sicily. And I think this is the, the things very good for the Nero Davola. Yeah. Is, I just was going to ask, uh, what is the approximate price for the for your wines? Oh, I think it's a medium height for the and then the and Moro. I think it's uh, in retail. It's uh, twenty five to twenty eight, okay. and uh, no more than this. And Tane is a quite double, quite okay. not double, but quite double. So it's a, I, I, I think it's a, a good affordable wine for my winery. This is my philosophy in general, uh, to be sustainable for people. That, uh, and uh, I think the food price, uh, balance price, uh, it's a, a very good way to promote the wine and uh, to... Uh, to the balance uh, with the, the production and uh, the consumers. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we're coming up on our one hour and we try and, you know, keep it to, to an hour because, um, you know, your, your time is valuable. And um, where can everybody find you online? Like, can you tell people where, where to find the winery, the, your URL, if you're on Instagram, Twitter? And yes, we have Instagram Valle della Cate and Facebook Valle della Cate. And because I have two profiles, my personal profile that it's not the winery profile because uh, it's uh, I'm not very familiar, so I have uh, with the, techno the social profile. So I prefer to have a profile for Valle della Cate, where uh, really I can say you can uh, breath a little bit of Sicily, and uh, you can uh, uh, you can have an idea of uh, our vision uh, or my my focus uh, uh, to give the value of this uh, this wine yes uh, it's at the valle della cate and then we have a website uh, www.valedelacate.com yes it is and uh, this is yellow soil that uh, is the mostly uh, soil that we have in the winery because the old structure where my parents uh, did the wines uh, in the past the 19th centuries uh, is the the stone is uh, yellow because it's uh, they've made for yellow soil so i choose the yellow from my salmon soils i choose the yellow that's the they are the color of the gold uh, stones uh, were my uh, were my old buildings okay great well, we can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your of your evening 
um, to join us and to to let everybody know all about the Nero de Avila grape and your winery and it's and your seven soils. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm running with that one. That is just <laughs> I, I'm loving that. I thank you very much for your time. This was a great opportunity for me to explain the seven soils that uh, I consider a treasure for me, something important, and the, 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 the value that I want to give to my wines and the opportunity to explain uh, the Nerodavola and how the beautiful uh, region is the Sicily. So the only thing is uh, we miss you that come and say, yeah. we will, Lori. We will we'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Thank you. on my list. And, yes. um, and I hope everybody that is watching, whether they're in our audience now uh, or in our audience later, comes away with a lot of value about the Nero de Avila grape and your wine. So thank you so, so much. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much. and have a good evening. You, you too. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Very, very special. You are so special. This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoyt Budd. Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com and sign up for my newsletter at exploringthewineglass.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Podcast music is Wine by Kievitz. Until next week, slancha. I'm on TV in front of my tent, I'm gonna tell you. There is always time for a good glass of wine. No, 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 oh, no, 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 never let you go. Oh, no, 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 never let you go. Nice glass right now.